Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist, author, keynote and TEDx speaker, and chief immersion officer for Better Age, a new company designed to enhance the well-being and health of older adults throughout the world. As listeners to the podcast know, uh, probably know a couple of things at this point. Number one, that typically I have uh, a guest on these podcasts to help us become better versions of ourselves from their own perspective as they lead their lives enthusiastically. You also probably know that I haven't had a, a podcast posted in a few weeks as I was dealing with the uh, death of my wife, Libby, who succumbed to cancer, but lived until the end and was active until the end. I'm very proud of her. And this was followed a few weeks later by uh, hernia surgery. Uh, so while I'm still limited in some ways by uh, the hernia surgery, which is was very successful and was minimally invasive uh, and really posed me with very few limitations. And certainly one of them is uh, th there's no impact upon my ability to do the podcast. Now, this is being recorded on the day of New Year's Eve. So it seems appropriate as we look forward to 2024 that I do uh, kind of highlight that as a topic as we begin to reintroduce uh, regular podcasts on this forum. So first of all, um, I think from a, from a very personal standpoint, um, I'd have to say that 2023 was a year of surprises surprises for me personally, as well as surprises throughout the world. Um, the world situation seems to not be getting better from the standpoint of wars, climate change, polarization, and so on. But we can't lose hope. From a personal standpoint, um, Although my wife had already been diagnosed with stage four cancer, she was very active and never anticipated that I would be facing another new year without her. Um, also didn't have a, a hernia that I knew about at the beginning of the year. Uh, but I am fortunate in having a tremendous amount of support in helping me deal with my uh, wife's passing. And I happen to have uh, an excellent uh, surgeon and an excellent anesthesiologist and excellent nursing care during the same day surgery that I had at Jefferson Methodist Hospital in Philadelphia. So it's a shout out to Dr. Taduni, the surgeon, Dr. Steinberg, uh, the anesthesiologist and their respective teams, as well as the wonderful nurses uh, that 
uh, worked with me uh, through the, you know, like half day that I was there. So uh, those those were surprises that I didn't anticipate. I also did not anticipate that I would be returning to uh, the workforce as heavily as involved as I am now. I am so enthused about our mission at Better Age that I kind of came out of, I, I never really retired, but out of semi-retirement to really uh, make this my life's work moving forward, to really uh, help people identify areas uh, where they might need uh, to improve relative to their health, uh, to socialization, to uh, other aspects of, of life, and helping to provide answers. I'm working with a really excellent team at Better Age um, and looking forward to continue uh, continuing doing so. So the point is that I couldn't have predicted what 2023 would be like. I'm sure that many of you, when you look at what your anticipation for 2023 was, I, I suspect for many of you, a lot of good things happened. A lot of, or at least hopefully uh, a small number of things that happened that may not have been as good, but hopefully you've been able to adapt to it. Because this is really uh, the theme of the podcast. We just, we plan, but we also have to be flexible. I planned for 2023. And the fact that I did have a plan meant that lots of things, whether they be good or not so good, um, or really bad, uh, when, when they interfered with those plans, it was important to be flexible. I have to keep going. I have to choose life and make sure that I do the best I can for both myself and the people I love and the people that I work with. Um, fortunately, got a strong support system, a strong group of friends uh, that enables me uh, to deal with, with the challenges that have come up. Great family, uh, want to thank my sons, uh, Jeff and Brian, our daughter-in-law, Krista, and our grandkids, uh, Sophie and Matt. Uh, I learned what a, what a family is really like and what a strong one we have. All that makes the adjustment easier. Now, I was lucky in that some of that wasn't really uh, planned for. I mean, I didn't think, geez, um, why, uh, if something negative were to happen, do we have a strong family that can withhold that, withstand that? Um, I mean, we did, but I didn't, you know, really measure that out. I didn't, uh, 
pay too much attention to the fact that I have a lot of good friends that uh, to some extent I've cultivated by being active and not spending all my time online or watching TV or so on. Um, that basis enabled me to weather 2023 and come to you in 20, as we approach 2024 in a meaningful way. Uh, so that as we look at 2024, there are a few general things that I would encourage. Number one, have some plans. Have your ideas in order. I always like to look at the fact that I want to have a particular goal that I'm going to accomplish by the end of quarter one, a goal that I'm going to accomplish by the end of quarter two, and so on. I like to know those right now. It may or may not work, but it's got a lot better chance of working. Uh, kind of what I call the equivalent of a pre-flight checklist that it's, you know, just like a pilot does a, a checklist and goes through a whole series of, of uh, responsibilities before uh, flying the plane that may be carrying hundreds of people. Just like my surgeon uh, and his team went through an entire checklist of things to make sure that uh, the right, the, the appropriate side was uh, operated upon. Uh, before checklists, by the way, uh, there were a number of you know mishaps and surgeries that don't take place now where the surgeon actually marks in consultation with the patient which side we're doing. Uh, when they go into surgery, they have a timeout where they discuss the procedure, where everybody has agreed on it, where everybody knows what their job is, and so on. I think that things have a lot better chance of being accomplished. If you consider these quarterly things as a checklist, uh, I think that's one of the problems with resolutions. New Year's resolutions very often don't have a way of uh, maintaining itself through a checklist. So if we want to lose weight, for example, do we have a set of behaviors that we can check on a daily or weekly basis? If we're going to exercise more, do we have a series of behaviors that we can check on a daily or weekly basis? I think that that's an important part of the planning. But the other part of the planning, though, is the mindset of expecting some things to happen. The mindset that enables us to be flexible when things don't work out the way that we might like or when we get a, a really, you know, difficult, challenging circumstance. And I don't think there's any circumstances more challenging than the, the death of a spouse. But it is a challenge that requires flexibility. A job change, a job loss, financial reversals, um, 
adjusting to a new area. Those kinds of things all require flexibility. The notion that somebody is going to have a different living circumstance and it's going to all be the same is not really realistic. So I think as we approach 2024, if we can keep a couple of things in mind, plan, be flexible, plan, be flexible. Plans don't always work out. Fortunately, a good deal of the time, our plans, if we've planned appropriately, uh, will work out, which is why I think that it's critical to do planning just uh, as opposed to allowing the course of events to control you. Now, part of that planning obviously allows for spontaneity for times when you're not fully engaged in planning and so on, being able to not monitor every moment of your life, but plan for the key things at the same time as we're being flexible for the fact that it may not happen. So with that in mind, I want to wish you all a very healthy, happy, and prosperous new year. I hope to be communicating with you regularly through these podcasts, uh, at least I'm planning to, and uh, looking forward to helping people lead their lives with enthusiasm. Because no matter what cards were dealt, we can approach it enthusiastically, a challenge to be overcome, or we can kind of crawl into our cocoons and feel worse. I choose to approach life enthusiastically. I recommend the same to you. So until next time, this is Dr. Ron Kaiser signing off, encouraging you all to stay positive. Uh, if you have neglected to tell somebody uh, that you love them, or if you've neglected to give somebody who deserves it a hug or a kiss or whatever, um, make sure that you do it. As I told people when my wife passed away, I the, the pain is almost unbearable, but would have been a lot worse if I hadn't on a regular basis let her know that I love her and she did the same to me. So uh, not having the regret is a major burden off of my back. And that's why I think it's important to let people know as part of your planning. Think of who you have to reach out to that you may haven't uh, fully express your appreciation to. In the meantime, um, you know, COVID seems to be back, so it's important to stay safe along with staying positive, and we'll see you next time. It's Dr. Ron Kaiser, and lead your life with enthusiasm in 2024.